missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Anytime you put together a list of the best albums of a certain decade... <laughs> You're going to get people arguing. Uh, extremely <laughs> debatable. Yep. Extremely debatable, Shaw. Uh-huh. However, I will say. What? Rather than some writer, you know, who tries to be. Clever about it? Yeah, tries to be too artistic with his picks, you know what I mean? This uh, list was compiled by the fans of this website. They asked uh, their okay. fans. So right. they, and they got it right. I got to be honest. I looked at, Normally, I look at these, and I'm like, oh, man. And there's a couple on here in the top 25 that I would certainly not put in myself. Uh, but but there, you understand maybe why they're there. But there's many that are, are hard to argue. And uh, the 25 best albums of the 80s, according to UltimateGuitar.com and their fans and their readers. And the uh, top 10 gets started with 1984 by Van Halen, okay. which came out with in you on that. 1984. Thank you. Uh, dire Straits, Brothers in Arms from 1985. Again, I'm not a huge Dire Straits fan, so I don't know if I'd put that in there, but... Uh, Purple Rain by Prince. There you go. 1984 is number eight. No argument there. How can you argue with Thriller? Okay, may not be a rock album, but it was one of the greatest albums of all time. Mm -hmm. That was 1982. You gotta have an open mind. It can't be just the format and the things that you like. They have to be impactful. And you you look at that, and of course it is. The top 25 albums uh, of the 80s, according to this uh, survey of Ultimate Guitar readers and fans, and Mostly dominated by rock and roll. There's some Judas Priest in there, Faith No More, Black Sabbath, Slayer, Motorhead, Megadeth in there. Uh, the top six, uh, Blizzard of Oz from Ozzy, 1981. Got to have Ozzy, right? He's the Prince of Freaking Darkness. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mo- moving picture, pictures, Shaw, from Rush. Rush. Here you go. So started out with a Tom Sawyer and had three other songs. <laughs> it was a two-sided album with four songs. Uh, it had like eight, but uh, yeah, very long prog rock songs. But Rush mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with Moving Pictures from 1981 at number five. I get that. I would have gone with Seven Son, uh, son of a Seven Son uh, from Iron Maiden, but they went with Number of the Beast from 1982. Yeah. I can see why. Very popular album from Iron Maiden, but uh, I would have gone with Seven Son. Uh, back in Black, ACDC. Oh, I love that. Here's what happens. That's your my your iconic rock singer that everybody loves dies. You replace him with this dude who doesn't really sing, mm-hmm. and then you have the most successful, most well-known, mm-hmm. probably the greatest rock album of all time, and uh, and you do it after your iconic lead singer passes away. That would be ACDC's Back in Black at number three. Can you take a stab at the top two? Gene, you probably know these. There's got to be some GNR in there, right? Yeah, GNR and Metallica haven't made the list yet, and you got to assume that that's you where they put come them, in. You got to put them either place; it would it would work. Guns N' Roses' "Appetite for Appetite, Destruction" okay. is number two from 1987. Many people consider it to be the greatest debut album of all time from any band anywhere in the world. That includes the Stones and the Beatles. I mean, it just was. It's- Right. Came out of nowhere and Unbelie- just smacked you upside un- that. Unbelievable right. album. And then uh, Master of Puppets, while it's not my favorite Metallica album, it is their... It is the one, though. If their, you ask anybody, they're going to yeah. say that. If you're going to ask about the best Metallica albums of all time and probably the greatest metal album of all time, that would be Master of Puppets uh, for Metallica in 1986. But if you want to see the rest of the list and some of my suggestions, go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app, the uh, top 25 albums of the 80s. And again, most of it uh, is rock and roll. There are some, a couple of deviations there. The police. Yeah. Well, you, you, they got Halloween in there, which I don't, I don't quite mm, get. Halloween, uh, not really my jam, but I. Can the see rock why. world was really nicely represented. Yeah.
I would have put a Poison album in there for me personally. Well, you, you kind of didn't branch it. I mean, these are just big, big, yeah. huge albums. You didn't get into the whole hair, you know. The Open up and say ah was the jam. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. 34 years ago today, The Simpsons made their debut on the Tracy Ullman Show. A couple of little skits, if you will. A couple of little clips. And they officially debuted later on Fox. So, Factable Crapshaw, Simpsons edition. Okay. Simpson, eh? What do you know about The Simpsons? Not much. All right. They didn't get their own show until more than two years after they premiered on the Tracy Ullman show. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? Yeah, I think it was at least a couple years before it actually became a series. I'll say fact. Hoo-ah! Tracy Ullman show. Uh, the shorts were only about a minute long. The first one aired on April 19th of 1987. The first episode of The Simpsons was that Christmas special on December 17th, 1989, when they got Santa's little helper. Fact or bullcrap Simpsons edition. Here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock, the word dough, <laughs> dough, dough was not in the original script. It just said Homer should let out an annoyed grunt. Is that fact or bullcrap? I don't know, but let's say fact. Hoo-ah. Dan Castellaneta does the voice of Homer, and he came up with dough. <laughs> two for two. Kind of stuck there. Yeah. Worked out for him. Simpsons have... Five fingers on each hand, not four like other cartoons. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? I think they only have four. They do have four. Almost all cartoons in the U.S. do partly because they were easier to draw back when Disney started. (laughs) King of the Hill is one of those rare cartoons where characters have actual five fingers. Uh, But uh, The Simpsons, only four. A three for three, Shaw. Fact or bullcrap? Simpsons edition on the anniversary of their uh, first shorts on the Tracy Ullman show 34 years ago. Back to bullcrap. Homer's favorite beer is Pawtucket Patriot. Uh, no, that's bullcrap. It's Hoo-ah. Duff, right? Yes, Homer's favorite beer is Duff. Duffman! Hilly! Duffman! <laughs> uh, that's the beer from Family Guy, by the way. Pawtucket mm. Patriot uh, is the beer from Family Guy. Look at you, man. Four for four. Yeah, you're doing pretty good. Dude. Well, these are not all that complex. Wow. Here's where we might have a yeah. little bit of an issue, Shaw. We're talking about numbers okay. and stuff. All right. Factor Bullcrap, Simpsons edition. You're four for four. This is the final question, Shaw. Are you ready? I am. All right. If Bart aged in real time. Uh-oh. Okay. If Bart aged in real time. Yeah. He'd be older than Macaulay Culkin is today. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? Well, it's got to be a trick question, time. but I mean, it's been so on for that- 30 30- Years or whatever. Um, and what's Bart? 10? 8? Uh, I'm going to say bullcrap. Uh, I told you it was a trick so question. Close. You had the math right, by the way. He is 10 on the show, Bart is. The first Tracy Ullman short 34 years ago, so he'd be 44, and Macaulay Culkin will be 41 this August. Macaulay Culkin? Really? I thought he was older than that. Well, it's that picture, man, where he looks yeah. all left out, and it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, you were close, Shaw. You had four out of five. You know, you know a lot about Simpsons. Look at you go. Hmm. Maybe you could be Brad start and Simpsons watching it. Jeopardy. Yeah, <laughs> you. It was a clicker, man. You didn't. <laughs> it was a clicker. <laughs> Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. 
No, really. Who's the most stressful person in your life, Shaw? Most stressed, as in causing me the most stress? Yes. Uh, depends you can, you depends say, on the day. You for can me. say the boss. You can say the boss. It's okay. He's not listening yet. Psych. <laughs> yeah, right. He'll always listen. He's like a robot. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess who? He's like Alexa. He hears his name and he turns on. He's like, oh, someone somewhere in the world's mentioning me. I better pay attention. <laughs> make sure. Yeah, I suppose it depends during the you know which day it is. Yeah, for sure Gene. it varies. It, well, it totally varies. It can be something in this building. It can be definitely something at home. <laughs> you know, I mean, it kids. just, it just yeah. when the well, kids were younger, they're you know caused a lot of stress. And then I've got issues with aging parents. I mean, like it it completely depends on the situation in the day. Well, a, a real you know in depth survey here and and study found that uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are the least stressful days of the week. Go figure. <laughs> Mondays are the most stressful. Of course. Yep. Boy, some real science there. Yeah. But uh, the, the the things that are causing us the most stress, the people in our lives that are causing us the most stress, according to this recent survey, uh, spouse or partner, number one. Well, you spend more time with them probably than anybody else. They know you more intimately than anybody mm-hmm. else. So the little things like cap on toothpaste or your skin. Well, and you've got shots, financial situations. Or, yeah. I mean, stuff's yeah. rough. Maybe, you, like, yeah. yeah an argument. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Parenting. You know, all that. Uh, spouse or partner, number one, stressor. Number two, boss. No big surprise. Just seeing him. I mean, think of the relief you have when you hear he's not going to be in, right? Well, I like the Friday, Saturday, Sunday part that's like less stressful than the yeah, Monday. not around. No emails, So right? spouse, boss. Uh, parents, close third. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're uh, behind your boss. Parents, I guess, yeah, I suppose, if, especially if you've got health issues or... If you're trying to help them with technology. Or if you're asking somebody <laughs> young this survey. <laughs> um, kids, number four. Yep. On the list of the uh, most stressful people in your life. I wouldn't know anything about that, Shaw. Trust me. I'm sure it's terrible. It looks terrible. Every time I see parents with their children, it just looks like misery. Uh, another family member. Aunt, uncle, oh, sure. brother, sister, somebody else. Mm-hmm. Obviously, again, uh, the closeness of the relationship yep, yep. there. Uh, a coworker. Ooh, yeah. People like Tony Schultz. These are all people that are in your life a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. these aren't yeah. peripheral people. These are the ones you're seeing. at the grocery store. It's causing you're right. Yeah, it. not some random stranger. Yeah. Uh, a friend, then an ex, then your Ooh, in-laws. Ex. I forgot about the ex part. Yeah. And then neighbor. I was gonna one. I was gonna ask you if that was on there. Yeah, we we're good, but I uh, have been in situations where you have a neighbor and you're like, man, this is just the worst. This makes coming because you you know you escape work, you go home, it's your relief. You yeah, know what I mean? Uh, and yep. then all of a sudden you get mm-hmm. this guy and he's playing mm-hmm. ABBA all night, all hours of the night, and it's just like, come on, dude, they're cooking stinky food, and it's like, man, or they're combative. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, by the way, the number one thing we do to relieve stress: listen to music. Number one, that'll do it. See more of this survey about the people who stress us out the most in our life by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness. More, more, more. C-SPAN now takes you to President Joe Biden's comments on 420. Any conviction at all for marijuana your record should be wiped clean. But we have to, there is evidence that we have to do some more study on the impact on mental acuity. It's just, it's a, when you think about it. With, uh, I don't know. <laughs> this has been President Joe Biden's comments I see what you did there. 
What? I see what you did there. I see what. Get some cleaning products. Man. 420 Shaw. Euphemisms for smoking pot. Happy 420. Happy 420. Here we go. Euphemisms for smoking pot. Attending the Snooper Bowl. (laughs) That's good. Get it, Snoop Dogg? I do get it. Euphemisms for smoking pot. Doing my doobe diligence. Doobie 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 my doobie jet. Euphemisms for smoking pot, playing the Colorado saxophone. <laughs> uh, that's very funny, by the way. Mimicking McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Be a lot cooler if you did. I get older, they stay the same age. He might be running for governor of Texas. He's going to win. He's got like, a, he's blowing thing? him out of the water. Well, he hasn't announced that he's going to run. No, but, but they did a, show that they he did a poll well. that he would kill him. He would dominate. Mm-hmm. It's not a real poll, but it's a poll. We'll see. Euphemisms for smoking pot. People want The Rock to run for president. The Rock. I like the guy. I don't know if he's presidential material, but again, euphemisms for smoking pot. Having a picnic at Aunt Mary Jane's house. <laughs> Watching Godzilla versus Bong. <laughs> I think I saw that. Who's gonna one. win? That was like the third movie in the in the trilogy, man. Mm-hmm. Channeling Cheech and Chong. Yeah. Ain't that a peach? <laughs> Worshipping the green goddess. <laughs> These are euphemisms for smoking pot. Filling the grass tank. <laughs> hey, man, pull over. Can't pull over any further. This is all I can pull over, man. Kissing Reverend Cush. Romancing the reefer. Living in Oregon. <laughs> you need it living out there. And last but not least, uh, euphemisms for smoking pot here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock on 420. Reefer Sutherlanding. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Hey, man, that guy tackled a Christmas tree, man. <laughs> Don't mess with him. 420 today, Shaw. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. You got a favorite drunk food, Shaw? I'm sorry, drunk? Drunk food when you tie one on? You probably haven't really tied one on a long no, time. No, not really. I mean, yeah, I know you guys like to have a few beverages, but mm-hmm. you haven't really gone out and hit it. No, it's been a while. You need to hang out with me more often. I'd maybe go, I don't know, tacos. Tacos, number one call. Used to be tacos for us now that we live on the far south side and the Mickey D's is right there, uh, like literally less than a mile from our house. It's hard to say no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not saying that I don't uh, enjoy a quesalupa or chalupa or whatever form of upa uh, <laughs> they've got their offering this week. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, proximity makes a difference. Sure. But uh, a new survey asking people what their favorite drunk food is. Used to be when I lived downtown, I lived over on Badger Street. And uh, when I would work downtown or drink downtown, obviously, I would uh, walk home. Uh, to my apartment, and Little Caesars was right oh, there. right there, and you had five bucks in your pocket, Dude, huh? five dollar, you know, hot and ready, can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. I know that... Uh, Just need something in your belly? Yeah, and I'd get home, I'd eat about uh, two-thirds of the pizza, and then I'd wake up and I'd have a third left for <laughs> breakfast, you know what I mean? It was great, it was wonderful, but uh, now, obviously, I don't live over there, so I don't I don't partake in that anymore, but it was uh, certainly a godsend for many, many years uh, when I lived over there by campus, but uh, McDonald's, number one in, in 22 <laughs> states here in America, no big surprise that Mickey D's would be number one. I'm loving it. Got that late night menu, Shaw. Yep. Got, uh, I usually go with the uh, double quarter pounder with cheese. 
and then maybe like a 10 piece. And then I, you know, whatever. My wife always gets too much, and then there's leftovers <laughs> in the morning. Her eyes always bigger than her stomach mm-hmm. uh, that time of night. But uh, Burger King number one in 13 states. By the way, all the states in the Midwest, including Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa, uh, claim McDonald's as their number okay. one drunk food. Wendy's is number one in four states. Mississippi, Ohio, West Virginia, and Montana. Where is the beef? <laughs> I, and again, this, this list is of drunk fast food right. places. And somehow Waffle House made the list. Oh, they're always open. I get that, but I don't consider them fast food. You go in and dine in, right? You sit yeah. down, you get waffles. I mean, I don't know. It's a breakfast joint, right? So they're not really like a, I don't know. I just, do they have a drive through Doesn't that make you a fast food restaurant? You have to have a drive through Yeah, I don't think they do. Maybe they do in some places. Maybe. Waffle House, number one in three states, including Alabama, Georgia, and South Carolina. Obviously predominant uh, in the South there. But I, I, I guess I wouldn't look at Waffle House and be like, yeah, that's fast food. A chain restaurant, certainly. Mm-hmm. But I, if they don't have a drive-thru, then they can't be a fast food restaurant, right? Isn't that kind of the deal? That's kind of how I look at it, yeah. Jack in the Box, we obviously don't have any around here, but number one in three states, including Arizona, Nevada, and Idaho. Taco Bell, by the way, only one hmm, state. Really? Is the Taco Bell only the most popular uh, drunk food in one state? That state is Wyoming. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco <laughs> Bell. In and Out Burger, also number one in one state. That would be California. Yeah. No big surprise. What a burger. You ever been there? I've seen it. I haven't eaten there. Tops in Texas and Denny's. Again, not fast food. Denny's. Uh, I, I, Sometimes eggs is the answer, though. Oh, trust me. I love breakfast at night, and especially when someone else is cooking it. I don't want to go home and fry right. you know, any eggs and bacon or whatever. But if you're going to, you know, and I spent many years in Denny's uh, in my high school years. Uh, but Denny's number one in Alaska, by the way, for drunk mm. fast food. Not Again, not in my list of uh, fast food joints. I certainly would have Taco Bell in the top five. You probably remember this one. Mr. D's was still a restaurant yeah, yeah. near campus. They yeah, would uh, you know, be yeah. making donuts at about 2 in the morning, bar time, people walking back to their apartments, and uh, there would be lines outside that. Mr. D's at 2 that. in the morning. I got that beat, Shaw. I got that beat. Yeah? Hops. Oh, sure. I remember that downtown. downtown. Yeah. yeah, right where Jeff and Jim's Pizza yep. used to be. Pearl Street. Yep. Uh, and boy, oh boy, when I first moved here, of course, things were a little different. Spanky's, the original one, was still open. I bounced there for a while. And, you know, we would go over to Hup's and we'd get a Puck Daddy sandwich because he had mm-hmm. his own sandwich. Dude, and uh, donor kebabs and all that. Oh, man, the food over there was just phenomenal. That is a place that I certainly miss uh, from when I first moved here 18 years ago now. But uh, they're not a, a national chain, so they didn't make the list. But... Uh, yeah, if they can bring good. that one back. Yeah, Mr. D's was great, obviously, in its time here uh, in lacrosse. But, uh, again, in Wisconsin, McDonald's is our number one drunk food. Hit up the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com for more info from this recent survey about our favorite drunk foods. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Now I gotta wait three more weeks Cause you're not vaccinated yet Vaccination's all I really wanted A vaccination helps me get away A vaccination used to just be a dream 
Sickness, Brian and Jean, and that's why she's out today, Shaw. The vaccination got Is her. that right? Yeah, number two put her down for the count. She's not the only one around here. Yeah, my wife, uh, second one, got her too, so. My second is a week from today. All right, well, well uh, who's filling in for you? Right? <laughs> I should probably make those arrangements. Next Thursday. Yeah, apparently the second one uh, is, is the worst of the two, because now that you've got the antibodies in there, they recognize it and they're starting to fight mm-hmm. back, and that's what causes it. But uh, Although I know some people have got their second shot and had no reaction, yeah. so. Puck said, uh, really sore arm. Mm-hmm. Gene uh, texted me very early this morning and said, yeah, not uh, not happening. Not feeling it. If you're waiting in line, by the way, for the COVID vaccine, here are some of the top conversation starters. <laughs> we, uh, we've we heard this uh, before, Shaw, that apparently people are dating when they're in the vaccination line because oh. for a lot of people, it's the first time they've yeah. been around other people True. Uh, in a long time. So maybe, uh, you know, striking up a conversation. Hey, what are you doing later on? You want to go to CVS? <laughs> Here are some conversation starters when you're standing in line waiting for the vaccine. You ready, Shaw? Yep. Uh, is this your first time getting microchip? <laughs> Top conversation starters while you're standing in line for the vaccine. Want to go get a cup of coffee so I can see what the other half of your face looks like? <laughs> but it's nice under there. I bet. Uh, so, how many prostitutes will you have sex with when you're immune? immune? Uh, how many are you going to... What's the plan there? <laughs> Aim high. Yeah, right? Uh, when you're uh, when we're done, want to take turns rubbing each other's shoulders? Haven't felt that touch in a while, have we? Yeah, a little sore there. A little sore. Uh, top conversation starters while standing in line for the vaccine. Are you Team Godzilla or Team Kong? Right. Which one are you? I was... Uh, Gotta team, pick one. Team King Kong. I see that guy kick a lot of ass. Conversation starters while standing in line for the vaccine. couple more. Uh, since we're going to be here at least 45 minutes, would you like to hear about my air fryer? <laughs> it's dude, a short story, really. Dude, air fryer people are like people from, who went to Harvard and, uh-huh. ve- and vegans. They just can't wait to tell you. You know what I mean? Like if somebody, and I get it, dude. Harvard, proud of that. I understand it. Right. You know, vegans, they love to tell people about their veganism. Mm-hmm. But these air fryer people, man. I hear you. They even get a whiff of an air fryer. They're like, oh, man, air fryer. Ah! <laughs> They want to just tell you about it. It's like, all right, I get it. You like your air fryer. Congratulations. I, I don't want to know what you guys do late at night with your air fryers. Conversation starters while standing in line for the vaccine. I heard the top side effect of the vaccine is horniness. <laughs> what can we do about that? Horniness. Uh, do you think if I tip extra, the nurse will spank me? Oh, jeez. I don't think they do that, Shaw. Hope not. Uh, I'm only here so I can get a free glazed donut at Krispy Kreme. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes, you know? You know? Hey, more and more businesses, by the way, are offering freebies. We saw uh, Budweiser, Sam Adams, Krispy mm-hmm. Kreme. I, I've seen a few others offering up some freebies. There's a dispensary in Michigan that's offering free weed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I vomit blood and lose bowel control at the sight of needles. You? Oh, man. No? We don't need to know that. Conversation starters while staying in line for the vaccine. couple more. Joke's on them. I already have fever and chills. <laughs> <laughs> Go home, sir. What do you mean I'm not supposed to be? I'm in the wrong? Okay. Uh, and last but not least, uh, top conversation starters while standing in line for the vaccine. Between you and me, after the fourth shot, you get x-ray vision. <laughs> it just, just keeps getting back in line. Yeah, you got to be, you know, every time you go around, you just get that new one. Right. By the way, there is going to be a, uh, a vaccination uh, thing this weekend, I believe, right? Saturday? Yeah. Uh, or every Saturday? Or no, no, I think just this Saturday. Oh, it's, it's three Saturdays. There's three okay. separate dates. Here we go. Uh, sorry, it's kind of unclear.
Uh, the Vang Council of Lacrosse is having a vaccination clinic this Saturday, Saturday, May 15th, and then Saturday, June 5th. It goes from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. at the Omni Center in Onalaska. Uh, you can find out more information by going online, vangcouncilloflacrosse.com. And I believe those are open to anybody. Yeah, V-A-N-G councilloflacrosse.com for more info. But, yeah, open to anybody. Uh, That's this Saturday, then Saturday, May 15th, and then June 5th, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., the Omni Center uh, for vaccination clinic, if you're so inclined. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. Stick it up the butt. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, somebody's got a chance to win $30 of my morning show money. Ooh. 30 bucks, Shaw, to get you out of a jam. Uh-huh. 608-784-0957. Who's this? This is Abe. Abe. I don't know if we've ever had an Abe nope, call in before. Not. All right. First timer, Abe. Do you know how this game is played? Yep, I listen to it. All right, Abe. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? I don't think he's going to know it. You're going with no. That's usually the no. safe, usually the safe bet, Abe. If you're right, you get thirty bucks okay. of my morning show money. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Wow. Just like last week, Shaw. No faith in you. That's okay. But last week, an impressive victory for Scott Robert Shaw, using his superior brain power hmm. to deduce that it was John Cusack and come up with one movie that Shaw thought I might have mm-hmm. used, and he was right. You were right. Say anything. Say anything. I have a feeling you might be able to do the same thing this week. Really? I do. I have faith in you today to get this one. Ready? Uh, by the way, I mentioned earlier that I saw the movie Late Night, and I mentioned Emma Stone. It's actually Emma Thompson. My wife texted me to correct me. Oh, man. She said there's a big difference, like 25 years. Yeah. Emma Stone, redhead. Emma Emma Thompson, blonde, right? Yeah, well, she was gray tall, in this one. but Tall and skinny, right? Mm-hmm. Emma, Emma, okay. All right. I got it now. All right. Thanks, Mary. <laughs> For the record. Listen closely, Shaw. Well, sometimes that is better. Oh, mm. highly recognizable voice. Yeah. little echoey there. Uh, you want to hear it one more time? Sure. All right, listen closely. Well, sometimes that is better. Do you know who that is? I believe that is, um, I'm trying to think of the actor's name, but um, the guy that played Fred Munster, oh, <laughs> or, uh, yeah. that guy. Yeah, okay. um, and you re- you know what he said? Gwyn, Fred, Fred Gwynn, that's his name, right? Yeah. Uh, sometimes dead is better, he said. Oh, oh. Right? And, and uh, do you happen to know that movie quote? Well, I'm, I'll take a stab at it. Um, given that it involves death, uh, I will say Pet Cemetery. Ah! <laughs> Abe, no money for you, you bum. You first-time caller loser. Oh, come on. Hang now. up on yourself, Abe. <laughs> <laughs> Never call again, Abe. Never call again. Don't try me. Pet Cemetery, April 21st, 1989. Mm, in theaters. Well, sometimes <laughs> dead is better. Damn right, dead's better when that stupid ass cat comes back and lets yep. up killing people. So does the kid. Hell no. From the original, the good one, not the second right. one that just came out two years ago, which wasn't that good. Book's pretty good, too. They made a book out of that? <laughs> <laughs> the greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. 
Earth Day today, Shaw. What are you doing to celebrate? You saving the world? Yeah, maybe I'll pick up some garbage. There All you go. right. Just garbage around your house. We do that when we walk the dogs in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We're taking bags to pick up poop anyway, so it's like, oh, well, there's a can here, right. a wrapper here. Might as well pick it Good up. For you. Earth Day over 50 years old now, started by some guy from Iowa named John McConnell in 1969. The first Earth Day celebrated in 1970. Huh. Recent survey asking people to name the top eco-friendly things they do that make them proud or spark joy. Ten things we actually enjoy doing when it comes to helping the earth. You want to take a stab at number one? Recycling. Yes, number one. Uh, Rinsing it out first also made the list. Definitely enjoy recycling so much wasted product uh, or plastic, you know, just... It's amazing how full my recycling bins are compared to my garbage cans. Yeah, we go through recycling faster than we go Mm -hmm. through garbage, no doubt about that. And not long ago, we weren't recycling at all. Yeah, and we have single stage here in La Crosse, which helps, obviously, you know, when you don't have to separate, you just put Mm -hmm. it all in one bin. Um... But yeah, recycling uh, is certainly number one when it comes to the top 10 things we do that make us feel good about trying to save the earth. Number two, turning off lights when you leave a room. Right. My My dad taught me that. My wife, not good at that one. Not very good at all. You know who else isn't good? The last person to leave this building. That's true. Dude, it is brutal. And I I know I'm going to sound like Clint Eastwood, get off my lawn. But when I come in at 3.30 in the morning, I'm always the first person in Mm -hmm. the building. And all the lights are on and every single... St- and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, are we just not trying to save energy at all? I mean, like, are we just... And I don't know whose responsibility that is. Is Rick Solom usually the last person in the I have building? no idea who the last person is. But whatever it is. I mean, and I'm legit. Every studio, lights on. You know, it's just kind of crazy. But uh, remembering to take reusable bags with you to the store. Yeah, I mean, if you can. Never do that. I have, use- but you can't anymore because of COVID. But Well, we use the plastic bags for dog poop. As uh-huh. well, uh, so they they get extra use, um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't do the recycling uh, bags. Flattening cardboard boxes, uh-huh. another thing, make it easier to recycle. You know, just throwing them in the dumpster there. Save uh, space in your recycling bin for all those wine bottles. Yeah, there you go, Gene. Right, unless you put all the wine bottles back in the box, then why would you need to flatten the box, right, Gene? Mm-hmm. I uh, don't put them back in the box. Yeah, we flatten. Bringing a reusable water bottle with you to avoid using plastic. Yeah, we've got that Pretty luxury much. here with uh, Culligan having a, the, mm-hmm. the water machine. Uh, walking or biking instead of driving. <laughs> yeah, right. Good luck there. Uh, avoiding single-use items in general. You know what's really bad for plastic and waste huh. is those uh, food delivery services. Not Uber or uh, Eat Street. But like the, Fresh Eat, whatever yeah. those are. Man, the box did, things. My oh, wife did that for a while. And, like, dude, the amount of plastic and garbage... Because everything's Everything's pre-packaged and Uh pre-sorted and pre-measured. And that's great if you, you know, are not good at cooking. But, man, there's a lot of waste. Donating clothes or other items. Again, these are the top ten things that Mm. actually uh, people actually enjoy doing when it comes to helping the uh, earth. Uh, Obviously, donating clothes, other items, Goodwill, Salvation Army, whatever that might be. Get more use out of them, sure. Uh, Eating the food you bought at the store without wasting any. That's tough. Well, it helps if you have a plan when you go to the store for, like, what you're going to do for dinner or lunch for a week, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you have some sort of meal plan, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean you necessarily have to meal prep, but if you have an idea like, okay, we're going to have chicken on, on Monday and whatever's left over, we'll turn into chicken tacos on Tuesday. And then on, you know, Wednesday, it's meatloaf or whatever. Uh, and then growing your own produce. Uh, number 10 on the list mm. of uh, things we actually enjoy doing to help Mother Earth uh, or just herbs if you don't have a yard. I've seen there's been a little bit of a movement lately to turn your front yard into a farm as opposed to mm. just... A little space in your backyard. People are saying, you know, what's the point now? I don't have to mow. 
And I've got <laughs> and I've got vegetables. Right. And I've got vegetables. And we've got a huge area, and we we started last year, and I'd like to continue to cultivate that, and then start doing canning and pickling and all that stuff. But uh, trying to figure one thing out, at a time. Yeah, trying to figure out what works. You know, back there is is difficult. <laughs> we got to get that that all figured out. But uh, Earth Day, celebrate by recycling. Drinking some wine, putting the bottles in the recycling bin, right, Gene? Nice. There we go. And, That's and, good. I can get on board with that. Uh, I, can, I can do that. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. One of the things we uh, are planning on doing this year, Shaw, is uh, kind of sprucing up the, the backyard area. Okay. We've uh, been spending money on the lawn. It looks so much better this year than it did last year. They've done a great job on our lawn. Uh, we've got a garden area that I've got to really spend some time on back there. I've got to kill some weeds and kind of flatten out the land and till it again and all that stuff. And we're, we're thinking about maybe even putting chickens back there at some point. I got so much damn room back there. I got to, got to put something there. But, uh, if your house is uh, unclean and you're looking for stuff to clean, here are some ideas, some tips on things to clean that may be very dirty that you're not normally cleaning. Gene? What are you asking me? No, I'm assuming that you're you're the in between the stove lady, right? You're your crazy cleaner lady. Down Often. on your hands and knees, toothbrush. Often, yeah. yeah, I could just see you. Not too toothbrush, but what yeah, vacuum and wipe the sides of the stove because I've got gaps in between the countertop and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and it gets weird. Some gross. things in our house that we don't clean enough, Shaw. Uh, obviously you clean the floors and the mm-hmm. toilets and the countertops and the sinks sure. and all those things, but some things in your house that you don't clean enough. Uh, your keys. What? You're always handling your keys. Keys are always in your hand, in well, your I don't pocket. Wash my keys. Well, you just put them in some sanitizer, like a bowl of sanitizer oh, or something like that. Okay. Never yeah. do that. Never I never ever. But you don't ever. think about it again. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, we always hear about how dirty the toilet is uh, supposed to be, but it's not. It's actually your doorknobs and stuff. Uh, remote controls. Also, never clean. You got to get one right. of those like UV sanitizer things. That I they know sell what you're now. talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. for your cell phone, you got to uh, throw them in there. Uh, keyboard, another thing. People don't yeah, those uh, get clean. Gross. Yeah, uh, obviously you can use an air can, kind of spray out some of the stuff, or maybe wipe them down with like a, a electronic safe wipe of some sort. Mm-hmm. I know we had those for a while here. Uh, mouse again related to your mm-hmm. computer. These are things in your house you don't clean enough. Uh, your phone, Shaw, fecal matter in the in the toilet all the time, crushing that candy and pooping all at the same time, multitasking. Clean that phone. That stuff I've done more since COVID for sure. Wiping all that stuff down. Well, now you can't get it from touching anything, basically, right? Isn't that the deal, Shaw? I don't know, but I still. It's I'm, I'm, it's, but I'm already doing it. Uh, still germy, nonetheless. Light switches. Yeah. Again, everybody's touching them. Randos, you know, they're on, off, on, and we just don't clean them. Door handles, video game controllers, doors and handles are your cupboards. Yeah, sometimes if you have like, yeah, I I wipe those up. If you have like a a white cabinets and you start to see that funk building up Mm -hmm. around where the 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 handle is or the knob or whatever, yeah, you can get kind of gross. These are again the top things in our house that we don't clean enough. Railings or banisters on your stairs, again where your hands are touching, right? Right after you got done pooping, uh, you know, didn't wash your hands, and then you're running them up the the banister there, Shaw, and all that fecal matter is just. Or you could just wash your hands. Why would you do that? (laughs) See, the dirtier you are, the less likely you are to get diseases. (laughs) The diseases get a look at you, and they're like, nope, you're too dirty for me. But there you go. Some things that uh, aren't very clean, uh, don't clean enough often uh, in our house because we're too busy cleaning all the major stuff. Again, I could just see Gene getting down on his knees with a toothbrush and just going crazy on that floor and in between the stove and the, mm-hmm. moving the TV, all that stuff. We have cobwebs really bad. I just had a, I found a place that was really gross in my house just a couple weeks ago. In our downstairs bathroom, there's a small gap between the wall and the tank. 
of the okay. toilet. Oh. oh. And I had never, like, looked, you know, you clean around the bottom on right. the floor, uh, yeah. Shaw, you know, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But the space between the tank and the thing, mm-hmm. there was another cat in there. I didn't realize it, but it was like, meow. Yeah. When we I have, was like, oh, look at all that fur. That is so disgusting. <laughs> when we have Puck's uh, dogs over oh, for the weekend, we end gross. up sweeping up another full dog of fur. <laughs> uh, they they have long-haired dogs, so at least one of them is Homer. It was the but. weirdest spot, too, because I couldn't get you know anything in it to, to try to get it. Yeah. I was like, oh. When we got our new vacuum, my wife uh, and Went I crazy. Were, we were amazed at how quickly that canister filled up with pet hair versus uh, <laughs> right. our old vacuum, which was not doing the job. So, yeah. Oof. Cleaning, Shaw. Mm-hmm. It's springtime. It's time to clean. Open those windows. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good reminder. Get everything done. Not just a wipe down. Get a full, full-on clean. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Ah! Yakadera Williams, I believe is how you pronounce it, uh, is thankful that her vision was not permanently damaged when she accidentally grabbed a small bottle of glue used to repair broken fingernails instead of eye drops. Uh, uh, The two bottles uh, were about uh, the same uh, size. Both uh, were in her purse when she uh, woke up to take out her contact lenses. Still a bit groggy, she accidentally uh, grabbed the nail glue, tipped her head back, and it was only after the clear liquid had formed a drop that was about to fall that she realized the bottle was not the right one, but it was too late. Tried to wipe it away, but it sealed her eyes shut. Uh, They were able to help her. They say the contact lens actually may have saved her vision. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with the little got to be glue spray, you know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used Gorilla Glue Spray. Bad idea. My hair, it don't move. <laughs> I washed my hair 15 times and it don't Move. Why do we have a problem with people and glue products all know. of a sudden? What is going on? It's why, a rash. Why are your glue products anywhere near your beauty products or your eye or your healthcare mm-hmm. products? You know well, where all I my glue stuff no, no, no. You know where all my glue stuff is, Shaw? In the garage. Well, this is fingernail glue. This so is, she yeah. This is probably I get keeps this it one. in her purse in mm-hmm. case she snags a nail or something. Oh right. my goodness, what are we doing with the glue? Yeah. Right. All right. Can the glue people put it in different stuff or something? Like <laughs> put a big X on the label or I, something? I, well, the label obviously doesn't work. The lady did the gorilla glue thinking it was gonna just oh man, we need a whole different bottle for the, the <laughs> right. glue. Yes. And there's a good chance this guy's going to jail, but what a ride. A guy in Italy is under investigation. I love this guy, for skipping work, but still getting paid. For 15 years. The guy was working at a government hospital back in 2005. He just stopped showing up. And they just kept paying him? Uh, What? He may have threatened his boss to keep her from filing a report against him. She never said anything, and then she retired. And the person who replaced her never noticed there was a guy on a payroll collecting checks without ever showing up for more than a decade. The guy wound up getting around six hundred and fifty grand over that 15 years. Somebody finally noticed, and now police are looking at him for fraud and extortion. I believe you have my stapler. <laughs> Dude, come on. That's so 15 years, he's still getting paid. I believe that's there was, awesome. I was told there would be cake. I would like to. Yes, I, that's awesome. I wanted no salt. No salt. <laughs> <laughs> we could burn this place to the ground. <laughs> That'd be the best. I know. You don't have to go to work and right? get a paycheck. Why oh, is that my so fault? <laughs> Why am I at fault? They kept sending me checks for 15 years. One year, two years, you didn't find out. Okay, now it's your fault. Now it's no longer me stealing. It's you being stupid. Mm-hmm. Do your books. 15 years. Yeah, then you're going to come after me like I'm a criminal, like I, I was agree. stealing? Oh. <laughs> Did he work either? Did he have no. another job? He just no. stayed at home and Why collected would you? Che- Hell yeah. That would be the best.
It's pretty awesome. Oh, that guy's my spirit animal. That would be so friggin' awesome, Shaw. And not have to come in here ever. And get paid. And get paid. Well, of course it would. 15 years. Well, of course it would. Wouldn't have to go to any meetings. Oh, my God. You no know, well, you don't have to work and you get paid. That's, I mean, what more do you need Winner. to say than that? <laughs> that guy, they, I don't know. I would never prosecute someone like that if I was in the legal you just system. Say you, I just like, the, look, dude, you won. kudos you won to you. You won the lottery. You life sucks so bad. <laughs> You've, you're one of the lucky few that have won a little bit. All right? You're ahead of the curve. That is so great. Dude, and all the people that he, I mean, like, that knew, I, I mean, I'm assuming he has a someone that knows Well, he he's worked in a working. hospital. It's not like he was working by himself in a factory somewhere or in an office, right? He worked in a hospital. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that all these people knew who he was. Over 15 years, they probably forgot. That's so great. <laughs> oh, man. When I dream of things tonight, Shaw, that's, what I'm, it, huh? that's what I'm gonna dream of. Sweet dreams. Oh man, what a great way to cap off good bad news with happy music. That, yeah, that, that guy. guy winning. Oh, such a win, such a win for the little guy. Yep. Getting railroaded by taxes and the government constantly, and then you get away He's with one, like, and they want to throw you in jail for it. <laughs> not my fault. I wasn't going in and actively stealing. Oh, I'm supposed to tell you that I'm not showing up. For 15 years? That's on them, man. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Joining us on the phone right now, a tournament champion. Well, that's a prestigious title. Do you? How many trophies do you have on your bookshelf, on your mantelpiece, Eric? Uh, I've got a couple uh, just uh, just put out there. The rest of them I just kept up and tucked in the closet. So you, t- you told me you were a walleye champ. So is that the truth, walleye champ? Yeah, that's, so, that is true. So how big was your winning <laughs> walleye? Yeah, yeah, what's your big walleye? What, well, 40 inches, the 80 biggest, inches? You know, the, yeah, yeah it's, 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 everybody's a liar in fishing except me and you, and sometimes I wonder about you, right? <laughs> right. Exactly the way it works. Nice. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the funny thing is in tournament fishing, it's a combination of, of the weight for the day, not just the big one, but big right. walleye has thirteen five, which is a, a pretty decent sized fish. So mm-hmm. I was very pleased with that. Where did you catch that <laughs> big bad boy? Actually, identical fish thirteen five in uh, Fort Peck, Montana, and then Saginaw Bay, literally identical weight fish and uh, thirteen and a half pounders, two two different places, all the way west and then all the way east. Morning sickness, Brian and Gene on the phone with Eric Olson. Not that one, not the other one, but the other, other one. I don't know if you've been told, but we have several Eric Olsons here in the, the Cooley region mm-hmm. that are somewhat well-known, especially to our listeners. And uh, you're now the third Eric Olson in our area. Have you fished here in the Mississippi River oh, ever? tons, right? You, don't you live in I've never fished here. I live in Red Wing. So, yeah, I fish a lot. I love the body of water. Amazing. It's uh, the, the box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get when you get the line down in the water. Catfish, gar, carp, uh, walleye—it's amazing. Tires. And, 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 you ever catch a tire? I catch a lot of tires. Uh, uh, beer bottles, yep. Oh, yeah. beer bottle I caught once in, nice. with, the, with the koozie on it and everything. It was all ready to, to drink, <laughs> sort of. There you go. <laughs> so Free t- beer. Tell us about this tournament. Now I know you are uh, really involved in bringing these pros. So these pros are coming from all over the country. Is that is that? The truth. There's many of them are. They've been touring. Uh, some of these guys have been touring around in the in the tour events. You'll see on uh, on TVs on Saturdays. Uh, you know the MLF and, uh, and the FLW tours. Uh, they've got guys uh, like a Seth Fighter's been one of the guys with us for for a number of years. So top guys in the Walleye tour, top guys in the Bass tour. 
and uh, top, top guides from the area as well. So a lot of guys coming in for this. It's a tournament-style format. You get in in the morning. We introduce everybody. You have a little uh, uh, snacks and, and uh, we'll get, wake me up uh, morning snacks and beverages. And uh, we pair you up. It's called a pairings meeting, which is, happens in a regular tournament. You meet your pro, who you're going to be fishing with for the day. And uh, then you uh, take off and get ready to get in the boat. We have an official takeoff. Everybody's given instructions on how to weigh your fish. You get out in the water, and your pro is going to give you the insight, the instruction, and all the tools to catch the fish that you need to get to win that event. And that's really the, the fun part about it. So it's a fun event. It's educational. But yet, there's competition. This is a tournament, and uh, you're able to catch a fish. Let's say you get a 20-inch walleye. You pull up your phone, and then you enter into the walleye category in your phone. It's broadcast back to Mountain Dew Central Headquarters for the fish. And then it's put up on a big screen. You take the photos of it. You have fun. Whatever, Whatever's going on in the boat that's fun, you send the photos back. And you're competing all day. You come back, and there's going to be some food and super fun and awards ceremony at the end of the day with prizes. Uh, and, of course, the day starts out, you got to have a little swag. Everybody likes swag, right? Oh, I love so, swag. I love free stuff. Tell yeah. me about the free stuff. Big bag of free stuff for me, just for me? Yep, just for you. Love it. Now, yeah, you're probably going to get a bag full of stuff that the guy, the guy, uh, you know, uh, 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 pimps, right? You're Like, whatever his uh, wrap is on his boat or his truck, that's kind of, you know, you what never, you're going to get. You never swag. know. Oh, I like that. You never know. But uh, Mountain Dew definitely is is behind it, and they provide some good swag as well and, and a, a super uh, sponsor of the event. It really does help people get out on the water and experience a once-in-a-lifetime event. And uh, really, fishing with these pros, uh, you're going to be up to speed and nothing flat and watching what they do right there. You're up, up close and personal with these guys and, and watching what they do, but they're teaching you how to do what they're doing. And, and uh, you're teaming up, man. It's an event, and you get to catch fish and, and contribute to the uh, the effort. So Very cool. Uh, super cool. You're in their rigs, and you're having fun experiencing that, that tournament tension, but that super t- uh, fun experience where it, it's educational as well. Fishing with a Pro brought to you by Mountain Dew and us here at 95.7 The Rock. Eric Olson on the phone with us. And you can find out more information by going to our website or our app. Eric, thank you very much. We'll see you later this summer when we go out fishing with a pro and and with Mountain Dew. It'll be a blast. And uh, sign up, guys. You can't win if you don't sign up. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's the weekend. It is the weekend. And there's lots of stuff to do in and around lacrosse. You can find many of these things on our website, aroundrivercity.com. Starting with tonight's final sound lounge of the spring and summer. Might bring it back in the fall, Shaw. But uh, our final sound lounge, we've had a bunch of great guests up there. It's been fun. Weathered Pigs. We had uh, a ton of great artists up there. And uh, this week, no... uh, no reason not to celebrate, man. Double Take going to be up there playing all your favorites, man. Rock classics from Seeger, Chicago, Prince, and more. Starts at 7 o'clock tonight, live streamed at AroundRiverCity.com yeah. or on your TV with your Roku or Apple TV device. You just download the Around River City app, and then, bam, you're watching it on your TV. You got your Friday Fish Fry, you got your Brandy Old Fashioned, and you got Double Take starting at 7 o'clock tonight for the Sound Lounge at AroundRiverCity.com. Also this weekend, if you're looking for some prizes you could win, I know Brandon's excited about fishing with a pro. He just said, do you have to know how to fish to go? And I said, nope. You could be a complete, uh, what is it, green green thumb, green horn? What is green it? Green horn, yeah. Green horn, you know, a, a guy who has no clue. 
Go out and find the QR code at, at Festival Foods in La Crosse on Alaska and Holman and sign yourself up. Scan good, that QR code. Good way to learn is fishing with a pro. Yeah, dude. Right off the bat, you're fishing with a pro. How does it get any better? Uh, wake up hungry on Saturday. Trinity United Church of Christ. This is on uh, Tights Drive in La Crosse. The Mormon Cooley Lions Club drive through pancake breakfast starts at 7 a.m. on Saturday. Event goes till 11 or when they run out of pancakes, <laughs> which might just well happen. Right. Five bucks, you get pancake, sausage, your choice of OJ milk or coffee, and the mm-hmm. proceeds, of course, benefit the Lions Club. Also on Saturday, 608 Brewing, right up the street on the causeway, right? Uh, releasing their bourbon barrel aged coconut stout nebulous void Holy in bottles. Moly, that's a lot of words. Yes, yeah, it, it is, and it's a lot of beer. You got to be ready for that. This is what you would uh, determine a night night beer shop. Uh-huh. Uh, it comes in bottles. It starts at noon. There's probably going to be a line, so expect uh, a wait. But uh, that's at 608 Brewing tomorrow for their new bottle release. They're doing new releases all the damn time over there. Yeah, they are. And, uh, of course, on Sunday, it's another chicken queue in our area, another fundraiser. I love these things. I love the fact that it's happening every single weekend all over the place. This time around, it's the GET Youth Basketball Program, and it's happening at Wasson Supper Club in Galesville. Starts at 1030 in the morning. It's only 10 bucks. Usual stuff with the chicken queue. You get a half a chicken. You get all the trimmings and everything. And the money, of course, goes to benefit the GET Youth Basketball Program. It's a drive through chicken queue on Sunday at Wasson's out there in Galesville. Again, all these events online at aroundrivercity.com. There's plenty of other ones happening in the area this weekend. And if you've got an event coming up and you want to tell everybody about it, you can submit it for free on the website, aroundrivercity.com. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Again, just so much stuff happening, Sean. Now that spring's here, yep. the nicer weather things is get coming. Busy. Yep, things are getting busy. Lots of stuff going on. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.